Sweet flaming omelets on tie-dyed hash, Max. It's the commissioner. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20 questions. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Grinnell Brutman. And with us today, that lovely voice you just heard belongs to Alexandra Jensen, a friend of long standing. She's a filmmaker who lives in Los Angeles now. Alex, how are you? I am just super swell. How are you? I am grand. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I've been looking forward to it all week. I've I never do the thing, you know, with calendars where you're supposed to like make the little X's, you know, to, mm-hmm. when you're counting down to something, but I totally did that for Aww. this. So well, we wouldn't have anybody else <laughs> as our first guest guest. No way. Oh, There's golly. no way whatsoever that we would consider having anybody else as our very first guest. Now, Dave, why is that? Okay. So, for those of you who uh, have not don't followed know us, us personally. Yeah, for those of you who don't know us personally and have not followed <laughs> our storied podcasting career uh, for years and years at this point, uh, you may not know that Alex was our co-conspirator in college radio back in the day when we <laughs> first started out. It's true. We all had a radio show. Uh, which went through several iterations on KWUR 90.3 FM at Washington University in St. Louis. Oh, man, those were the good days. Actually, I was just trying to explain to someone recently uh, about what I was going to be doing with you guys today. And I was like, oh, they got this podcast, and, you know, I know them from when I was on the radio with them. And they're like, oh, tell me more about that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is going to get weird. And I tried to... Okay, I want to hear exactly I, how you explain, I tried to explain what we did on the radio. Okay, no, I, I tried... <laughs> I tried to explain Newsworthy Ghost yes. Island, which was our first show, for those of you who, who don't know. Um, I tried to explain the premise behind that, and it went something like this. Like, uh, okay, so the three of us um, were pretending to be journalists on this island. Oh yeah, and the island is in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle, and so what happens is all these ghosts come to the island, and they tell us stories, and those stories are radio plays that we have previously recorded. And the the look I got from my friend was just like, what? That's insane. That's not real. That's not a thing. But it was totally real, and we did it for That's a, a very good and concise explanation of the show. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think I did okay, but you know, just the the words coming out, like, and just watching his face just twist into confusion, like, as I continue. But see, that's um, what I think is anyway, is special so thought... about the whole thing that we did is that it is fairly inexplicable. <laughs> I think that's the magic of it. Yeah, I mean, I I was able to use words, but I struggled slightly what when was I your when favorite I favorite ghost. Did the other no, no. you have a favorite? Because we had these different Ooh. ghosts that would come in. We would play a sound effect, and then they would say, "I am the ghost of whatever," and introduce a sketch. Do either of you remember any of I, the, honest, the ghosts? I remember the sketches really well because we, you know, we recorded. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of production work on the sure. sketches. I don't remember any of the ghosts. Weren't they all the ghost of something past? Yes, they were. Alex, I think once upon a time you were the ghost of television's past. Yeah. And that was when we did our... That sounds um, right. I Love Island Trek, which was I Love Lucy, uh, <laughs> Gilligan's Island, and Star Trek all rolled into a single show. God. I think that... We're yeah. fucking geniuses. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. What happened to us? <laughs> I later found out... I think there was a, a, an animated... I think they called it Gilligan's Planet. 
What? No. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me. Oh look it up. yeah. Yeah. I've heard. I, of this. I don't want it to be a thing because I want our idea to be original and beautiful and perfect. But there's no way that's not a thing, right? Uh, Gilligan's Planet was the last cartoon series that Filmation produced for Saturday mornings. The professor built a, an operational interplanetary <laughs> spaceship to get the castaways off the island. <laughs> No. They rocketed, no. And they rocketed off yeah. in space no. and crash landed yep. onto an unknown planet that supported yep. human life. Oh, oh my god. Wow. That's, that's perfect. That's the dumbest thing <laughs> I have heard all day. Oh, that's great, though. It's genius. It really, is genius when you, think, when about you it. think about it. But then you think about it for a little more and you're like, oh, wait. Oh my god. They had a lot of the original <laughs> cast. Really? Doing yeah. the voices? Bob really? Denver plays Gilligan. Alan Hale Jr. plays the Skipper. Jim Backus plays Thurston Howell III. Unreal. Wow. Uh, the only person that did not return for her character was Tina Louise, who played Ginger. Don Wells provided the voice of both Ginger and Marianne. Uh, enough enough about old times, you two. Let's talk about new time. I um, recently was at a dodgeball tournament in Las Vegas. You know, when I try to explain it to people, they think it's like, you know, whatever. It's just like this kid's game. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's not a kid's game. A lot of people take including it very, you. very seriously. Like there, um, there are, yeah, including me. I have shown up either drunk or hungover for many a game. So it's, it's, it's a fun thing. Um, it's a culture. Uh, anyway, so it, there's teams around Los Angeles, and Los Angeles has, it actually isn't the only city that does this. Um, there's a couple of other ones. There's a, a league in uh, San Fran. Um, I think there's one somewhere in Chicago. Anyway, um, so there's these different leagues that happen. Uh, usually they last about three months, um, and they're all over the city. Uh, and you join a dodgeball team and then you play against each other for about an hour. And, How do you find a team? Uh, you can just register um, on their website. Um, it's called uh, the World Dodgeball Society is the league that I, that I play with. Um, but there's also a WeHo, which is West uh -huh. Hollywood slang, if Whoa. you're not from Los Angeles. Uh, there's this a WeHo too, league also. This is, um, the jargon which, is too deep for me. I cannot deal with this it's a lot of information but the the basics are the same you can you just sign up or if you know someone who plays you can join their team uh so if anyone's interested you can hit me up and i'll uh, i'll hook you up with with some of the good stuff what about you david i have been reading this book called uh the flavor thesaurus oh that's a tongue segment. twister that's yeah, a tongue flavor twister. flavor thesaurus flavor thesaurus flavor thesaurus I tried. Flavor, blah, blah, blah. Flavor Flav Thesaurus. By, uh, by Nikki Segnet. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is like this weird passion project uh, by this really committed home cook. Um, and what it is, is it's just she, she divided every food that she could think of into these uh, flavor categories. Mm -hmm. So like variety. Yeah. Um, Flavagories? <laughs> I'm going to go with flavagories. Please do not. Uh, flavagories. David, Caterflaves. you need to you need to cleanse your flavagories on a regular not, basis. I do not need to do that. <laughs> it's good for you. You gotta you gotta flush those out. What's interesting to me uh, is that is that it's made me start to consider flavors very differently. Yes. Um, to think about. This is gonna sound real pretentious, but to think about everything that I oh, eat please, as having the, do tell <laughs> uh, as having the same sort of like applying the same sort of 
flavor theory that you would with wine. So if you're gonna drink some wine and be like, oh, that has berry notes and grass notes, to be like, oh, well, why don't I see about, what it makes me think of, Dave, is it makes me start to think like Watson, the computer chef. Yeah, uh, that's obviously what I was going to bring up. Right. There's, there's a computer chef? Yeah. Oh, yes. How did I We've miss this? We've talked about this at length on uh, on a previous episode. Oh, goodness. Okay. What have you been up to, Dave? Okay, you guys. Yeah. I went to Whole Foods. Oh, no. And I saw two <laughs> amazing things. Okay. Well, I saw one amazing thing and one notable thing. Was it New York celebrity Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, I have yet to see him, even though I keep going to that fucking planetarium. <laughs> He's never there! But Whole Foods, though, you might have a chance of seeing him there. The man's gotta eat. Maybe. Whole Foods. Someday. Yes. I'm gonna... I, I hope he's wearing that vest that he wears when I actually do spot him in the wild. I hope he's wearing that vest that he has that has, like, the suns and the moons on it, and he looks like, God, such a dork. Does he have <laughs> anything else? I mean, if I were Neil deGrasse Tyson, I wouldn't wear anything that didn't have stars or planets on it. I agree. You know I, that dude I wholeheartedly could agree. the living hell out of you, right? You know he used to be like a, oh, yeah. a collegiate oh, yeah. wrestler. Okay. You've seen you've seen the there's this the most badass picture of him from college mm. where he's just like he's got his arms crossed, you know, he's got uh, pretty heavy like 70s sideburns. Dude looks like he would just he would just own you. He just looks like the coolest fucking guy <laughs> you've ever met. So, anyway, I didn't see Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay. Here's what I saw. Item one, I'm walking through the Whole Foods, and so I'm looking up the the signs, right, that are hanging over each of the aisles, and there's this, you know, uh, otherwise normal sign that says, like, this aisle, spices, uh-huh. uh, cookware, and then about halfway down the sign, it says, unicorns. <laughs> no. I found the unicorns aisle in Whole Foods, you guys. Wait, so. Wait, fair trade unicorns? I, they better be fair trade if it's Whole Foods. These had better be organic. Organic, organic fair unicorns. Fair trade, gluten-free unicorns. I hope they poop rainbow quinoa. But you did explore the aisle, and there were, in fact, no unicorns or pieces of unicorns I, there may have been unicorn pieces but <laughs> if there were they were like hidden kind of behind oh the sure regular, yeah the like regular like merchandise the, uh, on the like, shelf like the good flavor of uh, bertoli skillet meals it's always hiding behind all the other ones you got to dig exactly back there. so i did it. not see any actual unicorns okay but what i did see is okay so there was this amazing unicorn sign and then i'm walking away from that and I'm walking down the aisle, and this girl in like a red coat uh, is walking in the other direction. And you know, I kind of casually look up, make brief eye contact, and it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> is it really? Yes. I, I thought you were gonna say something about Schindler's <laughs> List, actually. Nope. I thought it was gonna be something. I mean, Taylor Swift kind of rhymes with Schindler's List. You could make that into a song. So how does Taylor like New York? Does. Did you talk to her? No. Why would I talk to her? Were you like, hey, how's the crazy city? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I said nothing to her whatsoever. I was just there in Whole Foods. <laughs> what was interesting about it 
<laughs> was okay. So I'm sure there are some people out there who will be mad at me. I mm-hmm. don't care about Taylor Swift. Like one way or the other. Yeah, I'm not interested in her music. Uh, you know, like props to her for writing her own stuff and being very good at constructing a pop song sure. and being a talented singer. I just don't care about her music. It's not for me. That's legit. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't really care about her as a as a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was interesting about this was, okay, so I will contextualize it this way. There is, there's a David Cross bit where he talks about a stand-up bit where he talks about living in New York City. And what he says is, when you walk down the street in New York City, about every five minutes or so, you have to make a choice. Do you look at the most beautiful woman in the world, or do you look at the craziest guy in the world? (laughs) And it is completely 100% true. Mm -hmm. Uh, And to be fair, uh, to not be super heteronormative about this, uh, if you are just walking around every couple of minutes, you will also see the most handsome man in the entire world as well. One he, of the baggers also there. at my local grocery store is beyond doubt, like Jillian and I agree, like the most handsome dude we have ever seen. He's like this tall... Serbian guy, and and he's one of the he's one of the cashiers. <laughs> no, no at the offense, store. Uh. no offense to Serbians. It's not like that's not the ethnicity that immediately pops to mind. He's when like I think most supermodel man handsome. in the world. Wow, it's, he it's astounding. I believe you. And he's like, "Hi, David. How was your day?" And I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" But yeah, like that guy, he's just. There, there are just multiple copies of him yep. walking around everywhere all the time. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of numb to it. I feel like everyone in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm sure you have the same thing in L.A., right? Yeah, I, but I don't even notice anymore. Alex is that person. She doesn't notice it because everyone's stopping to look at her. I'm the well, most yeah. handsome like Serbian the... man <laughs> in all of we Los We all Angeles. know that Alex is the most <laughs> handsome Serbian man <laughs> in the entirety of Los Angeles. So... Uh, so my thought process uh, on on walking past Taylor Swift was this. Oh, that is a very attractive girl. Oh, wait, that's Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. That was my exact that, that was my exact thought process. Like it didn't register mm-hmm. that that's who it was. It just mm-hmm. registered this was somebody who was inordinately attractive. And then I realized who it specifically was. And then... I go to the checkout line, and there's a magazine with, like, a giant close-up of her face on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hmm. yeah, that was her. <laughs> I, yep, that, I, had a sim- was. I had a similar thing happen to me with my boyfriend, actually. I saw him from across the room at a bar, and I was like, oh, my God, that guy is so freaking handsome. And then I realized... And then you realized and he was I Taylor re- Swift? <laughs> <laughs> and life has never been the same, let me tell you. No, I realized it was in fact my boyfriend, and I, I nice. felt I felt a little guilty because I was like, oh, I I can't believe I actually thought someone outside of my boyfriend was attractive. But then I was like, no, it's okay because it was my boyfriend, and I kept you almost <laughs> you almost cheated on your boyfriend with your boyfriend. I know. I I've learned nothing in my years. <laughs> I <laughs> really. Uh, anyway, Alex, I just want you to know mm-hmm. that you know, in terms of looking. 
You know, you get the three seconds. Have you heard about the three second rule? I'm not aware. Please inform me. <laughs> yeah, it's when you drop something on the floor. It's still good to that's eat. That's the five second rule. Yeah, that's I have. Right. We'll, we'll put this up on the Facebook. This is uh, around the same time that Friday came out. That terrible, like, made-to-order pop song by that 13-year-old girl, Rebecca Black. Right. Mm-hmm. There was this other video called the Three Second Rule by this woman named uh, I think her name is Gail Allred. Uh, and it's just How do you sort know like, that off the top of your head, David? Because Clint just showed it to me like three days ago. Okay. Uh, and it is unbelievably bad. Uh, it's the same It's the same kind of suburban DIY pop music for hire thing. Except yes. now it's about like a, a 50-something woman explaining her like <laughs> her rules for for looking at other girls outside the relation outside the relationship like you get to look for 3 seconds but no more anyway we're we're going to put that up on on the facebook feed but, for certain are there unicorns yep there are no unicorns but there are a bunch of like buff line dancing dudes that she like dances around with okay i need to see this right now and does all sorts of like cougar adventures i'll show you i'll show you after <laughs> cougar adventures yeah man all right enough of this are you guys are you two ready to play 20 questions Tuesday. Holy yes. shit, yes. I've been practicing. All right, because you know, <laughs> it's going to be the two of you against me. I am the dungeon master today. I control the information. You are trying to get it out of me. I don't think I've played this game since I was seven years old. So this should be weird. Okay, in a right, so way. immediately revert to your seven-year-old <laughs> frame of mind. All right. What are you thinking about? I did it. Um, I'm thinking... <laughs> Yep, fart jokes. That's the. That's it. You're there. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for guiding me. Story <laughs> checks out. Thank you for guiding me back to my seven-year-old state of mind. Okay, so just stay there, there and you'll do great. Awesome. So let's go over the rules. Someone Let read me rule this. number one. <coughs> rule number one. I will think of a thing. Rule number two. David and Alex will alternate in asking only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of that thing. Rule number three. If you exceed 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. <gasps> no more than 20 questions are permitted. Rule number four. If you guys correctly guess the thing in fewer than 20 questions, you win the game and we all get to live for another week. Yahoo! And rule number five. The rook can only move orthogonally, but a book can take you anywhere. That was a book opening. Nice. Thanks. That was beautiful. Boy and girl, are you ready? I was born ready. Oh my goodness, yes. Then you may ask your first question. David? Alex, it's you. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> now I'm making you do it. All right, ready? I know, exa ready. I know exactly which one I'm going to ask, and this, this okay. is going to win the game. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Is it a mineral? No. Okay. Question Damn it. number one. I need to, wait. I need a few minutes. I had a to... really good feeling about that for a second. <laughs> I need. I need, Yeah. I need. I need a few minutes here to because that was the only one I had. I don't know where to. I don't know where to go from here, guys. Dave. Okay. Wait, David. <laughs> yeah, David. I have a game-winning question. All right. All right. Is it two minerals? <laughs> no. <clears throat> okay. Is it alive? Yes. Is it? That's three questions, guys, so, you know, just just be careful. Wait, wait, we don't each get 20 questions? 
We have to split the 20 questions between us? Okay, we gotta budget these questions, Alex. We gotta get on top of this shit. Okay, so so far we've learned it is not one or two minerals. Uh, and, and it's it, not it, alive. No, it is alive. Wait, is it alive? Oh my god, yeah. It's totally alive. <laughs> shit, I already good thing, forgot. <laughs> good, good thing we cleared that up because we would have gone in the exact wrong direction. Okay, so it's not any number of minerals, and no. it is alive. Yes. Can it be considered a foodstuff? <laughs> uh, in almost all circumstances, no. Okay. All right. There are... But is it edible? Y yes, By the strictest definition. Absolutely. Oh, hmm. Well, that complicates things. Uh... Is it something, uh, does it talk? Yes. If, so if you try to eat it, it will tell you, no, don't do that. Yes, of course it would. Does in, it speak in English? English? Yes, <laughs> yes, in English. Okay, so I, it's probably human. It's a human being, yes, ah, correct. Did we win? That's it. No. That's <laughs> yeah, correct. Oh my God, you guys are amazing. No, fuck you, keep going. Oh, all There's, right. This rabbit hole goes deeper. <clears throat> okay. Uh, is it a specific named individual? It is a specific named individual indeed. Is it Taylor Swift? It is not Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, it was worth a shot. Yeah. It seemed obvious. Is it double Taylor Swift? <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well. No, it's not. What is double Taylor Swift? Is that like It's her... like if Taylor Swift were a Siamese twin. Oh, okay. Or She's giant, you guys. I didn't mention that part. She's really tall. How I've, tall is Taylor I've Swift? I've heard that. She's at like least very. seven feet, seven, seven, four. Yeah. So if there were like, I think she might be actually two people stacked on top of each other. Oh, <laughs> that's why she was like, wearing the red coat. There was a, yeah. a, yeah. a little midget in there. This is my theory. On her shoulders. I think Taylor Swift is actually two Taylor Swifts. Okay. <laughs> let, it's let not it Taylor known. Swift. No, it's not. Uh, is it a celebrity? Yes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Does this celebrity have one or more penises? Yes. Good okay. question. All right. <clears throat> is Thanks. it more than one penis? <laughs> no, it's not more than one penis. <laughs> no, no. I'm that disappointed. Was, that was an important question to ask. That's um, true. That narrows it down. <laughs> Wait, have we talked about the guy with the... Uh, it does narrow it down. We've talk, have we talked about the guy with multiple penises? He's a celebrity? Before? I feel He's like... He's not we, a celebrity. Is it George Clooney? He's just a guy who has multiple penises. Oh. I, I feel like you and I have, and then I looked it up, and I felt angry. <laughs> yeah. Are they both massive penises? Uh, they're, uh, they're normal size. Yeah, penises. it's two normal penises. They sort of fork like I feel like we've talked about this specifically on the podcast before, have we? Mm, we talked about it on an earlier iteration of this podcast that never made it to air. Right. Okay, so we can go over this. So again. You're, you're safe. You're safe. I'm curious. I would really I rather we did not. I, so I want to hear about this. This right. guy, it's it's sort of a Y shape. Okay. So he's got like two penises that diverge. He's got koala dick, is what he's got. Oh my god, what does a what? koala dick look like? You guys. Oh didn't wait, know? yeah, koala yeah. Dicks have, right, they uh, have two. two-headed penises. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. I need to look up some stuff when we're done. With this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Google I got Chrome. Here a I glass come. Wine and look oh. up some stuff about koalas when we're done recording this. Nope. <sighs> so yeah, this guy has two fully functional penises. They're nice. Oh, I have questions, but I will One not. One of them ask works them. a little better than the other. Okay. He yeah. did an AMA on Reddit. 
So you can, any question that you can think of, somebody has asked and he has probably already answered on Reddit. True. There are pictures. So no, this person does not have two penises. Okay. It is possible. So, it, so it's that not George Clooney. legitimately narrows it down. <laughs> it's not George Clooney. It's not George Clooney. Yeah. All right. Because <laughs> everybody knows George Clooney has multiple peni. I've heard that. <laughs> yes. It's in the tabloids. <clears throat> okay, is it my turn to ask a Was question? Is that your Morgan Freeman voice, by the way? <laughs> I mean, not on everybody, purpose, but... <laughs> everybody knows George Clooney has multiple penises. <laughs> Andy Dufresne had multiple penises. And he hid it under a... a, a <laughs> nope, no. He hid, he hid his second penis. Right there, under the warden's nose. I love it when you tell bedtime stories, David. I love your bedtime stories. Yeah, I could kind of listen to this all day. But we gotta ask questions! It's true. Ask me questions. Come at me, bro. No! Okay, we gotta... Yes. All right. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, um, is this... It's a person is this... with one penis. Other... Yes. Yes, this person is biologically and socially a man, both by biolo- physiological and social constructs. This is, a, this is a human male. Is this celebrity person someone who is generally disliked by the public or in favor with the public? Uh, generally liked by the public. Yes. Okay, okay. Hmm. Is this somebody who is presently alive? No, this this man is dead. <clears throat> Although, obviously, in the scenario that we are, that I'm thinking of, he is alive. Now, so this takes place in the past. Correct. Okay, so is this person uh, celebrity-wise... An actor? No. Okay. A musician? A musician. Hmm. A male musician from the past who is now dead. Is it one of the Beatles? Is it Roy Orbison? It is neither a (laughs) Beatle nor Roy Orbison. Oh, man. I can't think of any others. I can't think of any other dead musicians. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's all there are. Uh, is it somebody who made recorded pop music? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about pop music necessarily, but certainly dance music. Okay, I, I'm using pop in the sense of like uh, non, music. like non-art music, like non-classical. Non, non-art. He was a non. Yes. This is okay. outside my realm a little bit. I don't know a lot about dance music from the past, unless it's disco. It's case. not disco. Okay. Is it Michael Jackson? It's not Michael Jackson. Mm. Dance music. I, I actually kind of thought I had that one. Yeah, that that would have been good, but it's not. It's not him. <laughs> Might help if we figure out around like what decade it is. That's probably part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh. Okay. So is is this someone who whose peak of popularity was in, before? 1980. Sure, absolutely. Okay. A celebrity of the 60s? Yeah. But not exclusively. Not exclusively, no. Also the 50s? Mm, less so in the 50s. Absolutely less so in the 50s. Okay. So the 60s and 70s? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Well done. Well done. Somebody known for danceable music during the 1960s and 70s. Um. Hmm. It's a specific. He's he's famous for a specific genre of music. Mm. Wait a second. Mm. 
Is the genre yacht rock, David? The genre is not yacht rock. Who do you think it was going to be? Like you can't Michael dance. McDonald? You can't dance to Michael McDonald. Well, Wicked you can, but you wouldn't want to. Take it from somewhere. I can sort of dance to that. I can well, do like a you can like do an kind old of white you can kind lady. of bob around you can, like you are, you know, uh, you're looking, really fucking lame. You're looking at yeah. it wrong. You can do the horizontal dance to that one. Jump. How do you? It's uh, oh oh the, it's the sex, fuck dance. David. Oh sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking would, about the worm. I would I wouldn't know. The worm. <laughs> you could. You could do the worm to Michael McDonald and oh. or the Doobie Brothers. So no, one it is or, not. It is not one or more Doobies. No, it is none of the Doobies. It is not It is not a guitarist turned uh, nuclear policy analyst Skunk Baxter. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Jeff Skunk Baxter. Explain. Uh, after leaving the Doobie Brothers, later became like a policy wonk, a nuclear weapons policy wonk. That's I mean, insane. naturally. Je- Jeffrey Allen Skunk Baxter is an American guitarist best known for his stints in the rock band Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. Uh, Moa recently has been working as a defense consultant and chairs a congressional advisory board on missile defense. Wow. There you go. See, you can still make something of yourself if you were in the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> There's still hope for you. Don't let anyone tell brother. you otherwise. Michael McDonald, I'm talking to you. There's still time for you. See? These kids Skunk are going to take it to the streets. Skunk did take it. Take it to the streets. Make something yourself. Take it to the streets. Okay. No uh, Doobie Brothers. All right. Not a Doobie. We've established this. Okay. Um, Not Yacht Rock. Okay. Danceable. Danceable music. A funk artist. Ooh, yeah, I would say he's a funk artist. Hmm. Mm. 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 Okay. Maybe a related genre also. Okay. Uh, a soul artist. Also. Oh, yeah, no, I think soul probably just about covers it. Hmm, okay, a funk and soul artist. You might I even say he is the godfather of soul. Ven- yes, I'm going to venture a guess that this is <laughs> James Brown. Ow, you be right, my friend. It is James Brown. Okay. Now you got to figure out we did it. where it. So so you got no, you got part one. <laughs> you got James Brown. You got to figure out where James Brown is and what he's doing. Oh and, God. And why? Do we get more? Do we get another set of twenty questions for this, or is this included? Oh no no no! no we're still ticking away. Oh, yeah. Wh- dude, what are we at is, now? This game's I, like, hard. I, you guys are at. You I guys lost are at, track a little. We're, we're at, like we're what at, six maybe? Yeah. Uh, six seven so. questions. Don't try and cheat me. Okay. Seven questions. Five? Okay. Five? Five? Nope, 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 nope. Two? One? Seven. Okay, so we still seven. have like 13 Zero. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. All right. Be careful. Um, so he's doing something, and he's in a place, and these are the yes. things we need to discover. Okay. Correct. Uh, <clears throat> is this place... <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it in or around a large body of water? No. All right, so we're on dry land here. Or perhaps in space. <laughs> we're on a really large boat where you could kind of be in the center of the boat sure. and you wouldn't really be near any water. No, but you're still if you're if you're in a boat, you're still on water. I said on oh no, I said in or around. 
Yeah, uh, I guess you so really it could be like it could be like a really tall boat and a really broad boat. I can't answer any of these these statements. No, we're we're just working it out between us. All right, all right. We're trying to figure okay. get on the same page here. James Brown is not on a boat though. Is Wait, he? He's not on, is a he boat. on a boat. <laughs> he is on a ship. Is it it's a, a starship? It's a it's, spaceship. Yeah. I knew it. I knew yeah, it. Yeah, you did know it. So James is it, Brown is on is a it spaceship. Jefferson Starship. It's not Jefferson Starship, thank God. <laughs> no, he's on he's on the uh, USS Popcorn Children. What? I don't know if I like that name. <laughs> he's on the USS The Payback Part One. Yeah, I like that. That's he's better. on the Payback Part One. That's, That's the name better. of his ship. Okay. And he's doing something. Is he? You have to figure out who his crew is oh and where he's going. Wait, this just keeps getting more and more complicated. This is... Welcome to the inside of my mind. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, but we're not. Okay. So now I have to figure out who he's with and where he's going. But I don't need to know what he's doing. Or is that the same thing as where? What he's, he's going? doing is the same as where he's going. Gotcha. All right. He's traveling to an interstellar location. Correct. Uh, is this location known? Yes. Okay. Is it somewhere uh, that human science can currently get to? Or is it beyond our spacefaring capabilities at this juncture? Uh, <laughs> it's beyond our manned spacefaring abilities at this juncture. Okay. But we can send robots there. We can send robots there. Have we sent robots there? I think, yeah, for sure we have. So is he going to one of our planets. Yes, he is going to a location within the solar system. Okay. Is it Mars? It is Mars. Okay. And he's going to a fictitious place on Mars. Okay, so J James, Brown, James Brown James uh, Brown is kind in of, a spaceship. Dave, it's kind of Funk City. Funky Town? Nope. Is it that Mar is it that um Mars that Funk Palace? <laughs> oh, so close. Uh I I was gonna say, does it have anything to do with that little face on Mars that people keep saying that they're built by aliens? Because that's bullshit. Yeah, the one that looks like a man's face. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not everything a real thing. that human beings look at looks like a man's face. <laughs> it's true. Because Even... that's how our brains are wired. Yeah, I agree. Don't get me started on that one. So James Brown and his crew are going to a specific fictitious place on Mars that Did is you guys funky. See Huh. Did you guys see that stupid movie Mission to Mars? No, what is that? It came out in like the early O's and I early have, O's. I have it on VHS, but I never watched it. <laughs> Why do you have it on VHS? It was a gift from oh, my grandmother. Wait, I have seen this. It's a shitty, shitty movie. I never watched uh, it. Yeah, so it's one of these like um I don't know what you'd call it. I don't want to call it disaster porn. Because that implies that there's some like large scale disaster. What do you call it? Also it also implies porn. <laughs> yeah. Nography. Of the nography. What do you call variety. it? What do you call the genre of movie where uh, all the characters die one by one in hideous accidents? Uh, a horror movie? It's but they, not really a horror movie, though. Do they have to be hideous accidents? Or just it's regular just... accidents? Is there a specific genre for hideous accidents? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So this was a stupid movie where they try to rescue a bunch of people who are stranded on Mars. Uh-huh. Everybody dies except for like three, two or three characters. And at the end, they 
find that there's a door on the side of the face on Mars, and they go into the door, and it's aliens. Spoiler alert. Oh my goodness. Thanks. It was, I was going to watch dumbest that. Movie. Now... Don't watch it. No, I saved you. I saved you two hours of oh, your life. Have you guys that heard? You would never get back. That reminds me, though. Have you heard me of the ancient alien theorists who think that aliens are currently living in the crust of the Earth? No. And uh, is this the same as the they, lizard people? If I'm if I'm citing this correctly, no, they're not lizard people. If I'm citing this correctly, I think it was Charles Lindbergh or somebody who that who flew up. <laughs> I don't know if this story is even true. I. Uh, but please I, say it because I like everywhere this is no, going. No, I'm pretty sure the story is not true, actually, because of what I'm about to say. Charles Lindbergh flew up to the North Pole and found a big hole in the ground. Yeah. He found. Did he, fi he, did he found, find Captain America in it? <laughs> no, no. He flew his airplane into said hole, into the mm -hmm. Earth, and found aliens mm -hmm. there. And the aliens sure. were like, Charles, come here. And he went there. And <laughs> this is becoming a George Thorogood song. Uh, and he went down there, and uh, and they're right like, down, and, they're, down, yeah, and they're like, down, Charles, down, down, down. we're not really happy with you know the stuff you guys have been doing with bombs and guns, and uh, that's and Charles Lindbergh was like, okay, I'm gonna fix this yeah, by becoming and, and a Nazi sympathizer, and, <laughs> and he flew it into the North Pole to see the aliens there, and instead, all they did was tell him that we're being too violent and to go back up there and scold us. Bad America. I, I like the idea that the, the, the aliens living beneath the crust of the earth are just our cranky downstairs neighbors. <laughs> that, you, like kids, occasionally, you kids, you're making boom, all that boom, noise. Boom, boom, boom. We're trying like to sleep stick. down here. And Normal people have to get up for work in the morning. Marie. I wonder what kind Marie of work they have. Marie is those fucking kids. <laughs> we yeah. gotta go harvest energy cubes in the morning. <laughs> You're keeping us up all night. I do. Okay, I do. James Brown. He's going to Mars. He's, he's going, going to, to Mars. a specific fictional place on Mars mm -hmm. that's some kind of. It's the. And it's not the were, Funk Soul. You were so town close with castle. Funk Palace. It's, oh, Funk Castle is the closest yet. Ooh, the fort, Fortress. Fortress. Yes, the funk closer. Fortress. Okay. What is a what is another word for a fortress city? The Vatican. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> If there were a funk pope, who would be the funk pope? It's not James Brown? It's not James Brown. James Brown is visiting this funk pope. Is it Parliament? Yes. Oh my he is God. going to visit the the funk citadel <laughs> of George Clinton. Okay. 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 Incidentally, mm. I, I considered mentioning this earlier. I was listening to... Parliament Funkadelic the other day. Naturally. Uh, I was listening to Mothership Connection. They name dropped the Doobie Brothers <laughs> in the first track. Awesome. In a good way? Nope. So so this is the song about We Want the Funk, right? We want the funk. Yeah. Give and us the funk. Oh, we want the funk. Turn that mother out. That one, yeah. Okay. And so they're talking about how they want real uncut funk music. And they're saying they have like a kind of a talk break where they say something to the effect of, now, imagine if all you had was the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> imagine if you were trying to get funky and you got Doobie in your funk. <laughs> I mean, that's okay. But... 
We want the funk. Give us the funk. What a dig. So yeah, they they kind of dissed the Doobie Brothers in that song. Nice. Uh. So okay. James Brown is so going James to George Brown... Clinton's Funk Citadel on Mars to attend uh, a session of the Funk Parliament. Of course. The only thing now remaining is for you to figure out who or what is with him on the ship. Okay. Bears. No. Oh, I was so sure it was bears. Mm. So sure yeah, it was I'm totally funky out of space ideas. bears. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... so guys, this, guys, so, wait, so, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. Can we make a band called Funky Space Bears? <laughs> yes, obviously. I, guys, I'm sorry. I'm already in a band called Funky Space Bears. Oh, can we join your band called yeah. Funky Space Bears? Yeah, I'll play the maracas. You can join my Funky Space Bear band. It's kind of yes. like the shaky. Egg. It's like the Country Bears, but funky. But it's wait, space and funky. Wait, do you funky. have to become more bear than human? You can be equal parts bear and human. You can be equal parts. Is it okay. like the Country Bears Jamboree, but even funkier? Exactly. Even funkier. I think this should be an acapella funk band. Sure. I agree. I think we're going places with this. So, Dave, this final piece of the puzzle yes, is a reference to like an in-joke song that you may or may not remember from oh, a radio show. That Alex, I'm not did? sure. I'm not sure if you were still. Not that we did. This is a real, actual song that has something to do with James Brown's band. Because huh. the three of us made numerous references to funk music. Correct. We did. During our radio theater days. And and it's not a bear voiced by Bill Cosby. It's not a bear voiced by Bill Cosby. Well, then I'm no, I'm totally to stumped myself. No. Anymore. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, is this animal a mammal? Yes. And is it, is it one animal? Uh, no, it's a herd of them. It's a several animals. Okay. Uh, it's it's a herd animal. Uh, yeah, but it's not. These animals are not generally are not domesticated. Are they all different animals, or it's all the, the same animal? All the same type of animal. It's all the same animal. Okay. A beautiful, sexy gazelle. Nope. <laughs> a beautiful, sexy hippo. Closer, but no. Is it is it an African animal? It is an African animal. Is, is an African animal. Is it a carnivorous African animal? It is not a carnivorous African animal. Is it a zebra? It is not a zebra. Shit. Is it a giraffe? It is not a giraffe. Is it? I'm going to answer these questions like Sadie Doyle. It's not a zebra. It's not a giraffe. Is it a form of bird? It is not a bird. Hmm. It's not a bird. Uh, remember, it's a mammal. Okay, oh, so, I, I uh, missed Hippos that and bears are kind of close, mm -hmm. and it's some sort of African animal. Correct. Um, I got to brush up on my African animals. It's been a while. <laughs> they're not only. They're not only in Africa. Oh, okay. But oh, okay. like a lion. Nope. No. It's it's, uh, it's not. Oh, wait, it's you not said it was herbivorous. I forgot that part. <clears throat> Water buffalo. Nope. Hmm. Um, an elephant. An elephant! No elephants. It's a crew of funky elephants. Wait. Do you, 
Do they Why play the this, trumpet? What is this a reference to? I'll explain it once you recap. So, Alex and David, what was I thinking of? Okay, David. Yes. You were thinking of James Brown. On a spaceship. Crewed by elephants. Funky elephants. Funky elephants. Headed to visit the Citadel of Funk, led by George Clinton, uh, where he runs Parliament there. On Mars. On Mars. Lady, gentlemen, you are correct! Woo! I knew it. I knew it all along. Oh, I mean, good. it was obvious from the first question. It was obvious from the first question, is it a mineral? <laughs> so, okay. So you guys You know, were just, you know, you were just being nice. David, do you remember Maceo Parker? There are yeah. two people there are two people that James Brown refers to usually in in his songs. And one is Bobby Bird. And he'll right. go, Bobby! Bobby, can we take it to the Brit like that, right? Or Maceo. And Maceo is his saxophonist. And so whenever he yells, Maceo! Yeah. He's a greedy uh, man. He's a, yeah, he's a greedy man. Maceo. And then he'll solo. Right, because the great thing about James Brown's recordings is that he is leading the band as they do the recording. Right. And that is baked into the song. So when he says, can we take it to the bridge? He's like, let's take it to the bridge now. Like, yes. Literally, that's the part of the chart that they're going to go to. Um, in college, Dave, and Alex, I'm not sure if you were still in school with us at this point. We played this song by Maceo Parker uh, as a solo al- artist. Because he later went on to work with uh, with P-Funk also. But he released a I solo album. He released a bunch of solo albums, and one of the songs he played was called Elephant's Foot. Do you remember this? I don't... Elephant stepped on my foot. No. Elephant stepped on it. Elephant stepped on my foot. Sorry, Elephant stepped on it. And it's the song about... (laughs) Here. It's the song all about how he goes to the zoo, and he tried to teach this elephant how to dance, and he was doing really well, and then the elephant stepped on his foot. Neither of I us don't remember have this. any distinct <laughs> memory of this, but it sounds amazing. I wish I were there for it. Are you sure that's not like a song off a of kid's bops or something? <laughs> it's Speaking of digital technology, let's go over to the Scoratorium and see how you two did. Ooh. Nice segue. Thanks. Alex, what do you think of our Scoratorium? Oh my gosh, it's, it's huge. Yeah. I built it with Dave. It's, Dave and I built it together. It's very elaborate. We've been... The engineering for this thing alone took Ugh. years. There's years like years. at least the computer simulations we had to run to build this machine. There's at least several buttons. Silence, both of you. <laughs> All right. Wow. Alex and David. Yes. yes. You completed this twenty questions Tuesday challenge in just seventeen questions. Whoa. Whoa. That was a close one. Yeah. yeah. What a relief. I mean, yeah, I'm honestly done, guys. I definitely thought we were running out of questions. I did too. I, I felt like we were going on forever. But I'm really glad that we got those, you know, those ones that really narrowed it down. I got, mm-hmm. I'm glad we got those out of the way early. Like, yeah. is it two minerals? Like, yes. Like, we need Yeah, I'm really glad we used one of our questions to ask, <laughs> is it two minerals? <laughs> and, yeah, and if the, the penis penis questions. Mm-hmm. These, are, these, are Very... all, these are all things that are important for determining... Uh, specific information about anything, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. No, I think we worked really well together as a guessing team, Alex. I agree. You know, we yes. our strategy. Our strategy I think was anybody solid. who listens to this episode solid. will agree. Impeccable. Impeccable. Yeah. Impeccable. Yeah. We nailed it. 
So Alexa, do, do you have anything to uh, to plug? Um, sure. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Where can people find you on them internets, Alex? Where can people learn more about you and your filmmaking and yeah. your other projects? Yes, um, please visit my website, alexandrajensen.com. You will see there my portfolio of illustrations. I do storyboard art. Um, I also do music videos and other types of videos here and there, and they will be posted on my site. Um, you can look me up on Facebook, too. My name, Alexandra Jensen. Um, and you can find all my other fancy schmancy internet things on there, like Twitter and YouTubes and the Instagrams, you know, all the things the kids are doing. So just look up my name and, and you'll find everything you need to find. You will learn some things. You will learn several things about You will learn some things on the internet. Life. Yes. <laughs> and that's how you play 20, 20 Questions, questions Tuesday. Tuesday! 20 Questions! Yeah! Ooh. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook and follow our Tumblr at 20questionstuesday.tumblr.com. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlier, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by Latte Swing, also licensed under a Creative Commons license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. And, of course, we need to thank our guest, Alex Jensen. A huge thank you, Alex, for appearing on our show. Oh, guys. We love you so, so much. I love you. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time, and I learned some things, too. (laughs) (laughs) Up next, stay tuned for Creative Juices with James Franco and Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm David Brunel-Brutman. And I'm David Reinstrom. Good night. Bye.